Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. To heal, we must remember. I know it's hard. I promise you, I know it's hard. I remember that's how you heal. You have to remember. That was President Joe Biden speaking to the nation Monday night, marking a really grim milestone. 500,000 Americans who have now died from COVID-19. It's hard to even say the numbers out loud. To mark this sad moment in our country's history, President Biden ordered all flags flying over federal buildings to fly at half staff for five days. As we honor those lost to the pandemic, It is also worth remembering that there are still many among us who continue to really struggle, who are living with the persistent symptoms of COVID-19. They survived COVID-19, but they're worried they may never feel better. I had all of the COVID symptoms. I improved. I went back to work, got sick again within a few weeks. That's Stephanie Condra. It's been more than a year into this pandemic, and some patients like Stephanie have still not fully recovered from COVID-19. These are patients who suffer from a variety of symptoms, sometimes lasting months after the initial infection. Four months later, my stomach is not what it used to be. I've been treated as COVID for 97 days. I'm pretty much in the throes of it. It's called post-COVID syndrome, and some of the people who are diagnosed with it describe themselves as long haulers. Medical professionals are working hard to try and understand more about this condition because long haulers may play a significant role in our overall understanding of COVID-19 and how it's affecting the human body. So today, in a series of interviews, we're going to talk to some of the people who are studying post-COVID syndrome, as well as someone who is struggling with symptoms long after she was first infected with the virus. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus. Fact versus fiction. COVID-19 can result in prolonged illness. We know that now, and it's the first thing I want to tell you. And it can happen even in people who had relatively mild disease and had no underlying medical conditions. So it's kind of mild at first. I was hoping it would clear up really quickly. When 34-year-old Stephanie Condra got sick with the virus last summer, she didn't have to be hospitalized. In fact, her symptoms were pretty mild. My early symptoms were feeling more fatigued than usual in my day-to-day life. Some shortness of breath, never like gasping, just like tightness in my chest, stomach pain and cramping, Just like a slight elevation in my temperature, but I run low. So to me, I felt feverish. And it also appeared that she had recovered from the virus. Until a short while later, when she began developing a wide array of health problems that came and went, but did not clear up. 
this really debilitating sinus pain that at one point like almost made me pass out, just that level of pain from it. And from there on, just really bad fatigue, difficult to move around, like a heaviness in my limbs, bouts of dizziness where it felt like the floor was moving from underneath me or the chair was moving from underneath me. And just like this level of tiredness where it was hard to lift my eyes all the way. I couldn't quite see straight. Then I kind of will get a little better and then more symptoms will come on later on. So I would get increasing chest discomfort. So there'd be like a tightness and a dry cough initially, and then it would seem to clear up. And then I would start getting this chest burning sensation when I was talking a lot. It's now been more than six months since Stephanie got sick with COVID-19. But as she learned, contracting the virus was just the beginning. My symptoms are like constantly evolving and I get the same symptoms again and again. And it's like one will kind of disappear and then others will come up. I suspected knowing myself that it might take me a little while to recover, but I was thinking in terms of like, okay, weeks and not such a long time. And I've really had to relinquish my sense of control in not knowing when this is going to end for me, but really being grateful for the improvements that are happening and at least get back some level of having a quality of life and being able to take advantage of the days, the weeks where I am feeling better because that is happening. Thank goodness. But no, it is mind blowing that it's been so long. While Stephanie says she started feeling better at the beginning of this year, She also describes her progress as slow and halting. During the day, I'm really only able to function for maybe at tops like four hours during a day still. Today, Stephanie is working with a medical team that includes a cardiologist and a neurologist at Mount Sinai in New York City who are helping to support her recovery. The treatment includes changing her diet, taking supplements, being prescribed Cymbalta to help her chronic pain. Dr. Dana McCarthy sees patients like Stephanie every day at Mount Sinai Health System Center for post-COVID care. Dr. McCarthy is a rehabilitation specialist at the center, and the center is the first in the United States to study and treat people with post-COVID syndrome. So far, the center, which opened its doors in May of 2020, has now seen more than 1,600 patients, including Stephanie, and there is a months-long wait list to get an appointment. One of the things Dr. McCarthy told us is that a top complaint is brain fog. I would say probably 90% of my patients come in complaining of cognitive dysfunction, whether that's decreased processing, inability to recall words or short-term memory issues, or kind of when we talk about this fog, is just that feeling of, again, slow processing or, or really not being able to kind of take in information and then quickly kind of go through it and give feedback or utilize that in the way that they need to. And while it's difficult to know what will set someone back, Dr. McCarthy says there's one situation long haulers should always avoid. An important concept that kind of makes all of these symptoms worse is if you push yourself too hard. And that's seen in both cognitive exertion and physical exertion. So I can see all manner of symptoms get worse when somebody is still trying to behave like they were before they got COVID. Medical experts now around the world are trying to understand why some people develop post-COVID syndrome and others do not. But we still don't fully understand all the various effects the virus has on the body. So until we know more, 
Doctors have to personalize plans for each patient based on their symptoms. There is no specific treatment for the underlying cause. And Dr. McCarthy says that can be challenging because a single symptom can have different causes in different people. And for some symptoms, there is no easy fix. So what she's done is try and look to similar conditions to try and find a treatment that might help. I do think what we're finding is the immune system is extremely complex and our response to a different infectious processes is quite different depending on the individual. Treatment typically involves medications and rehabilitation, says Dr. Christian Sandrock. He's one of the doctors who assesses patients at UC Davis School of Medicine's post-COVID-19 clinic in Sacramento, California. It was the first such center in the region to open its doors back in October. So far, Dr. Sandrock has found stress reduction, reduced physical activity, and lots of sleep are key elements for successful treatment. Sleep is going to matter a lot. You can imagine, obviously, when someone has a stroke, for example, or a traumatic brain injury, we know that sleep is important to that, you know, neurologic healing. It's really the same thing post-COVID. We need your sleep to be of high quality. If you need to take time to move through things because you're just a little bit slower mentally, take that time and slowly over, you know, months to years, it is probably going to come back. It's just going to be very frustratingly slow. And we need to accommodate and change our lifestyle to manage that. So who's really at risk? For post-COVID syndrome? Well, that's hard to define as well. One thing we know is that it's not always the patients who experience the most severe cases of COVID-19. Even patients with milder symptoms can sometimes have lingering symptoms. And no one is sure what percentage of people who've been infected with the virus go on to develop the post-COVID symptoms. But there was a new research letter published Friday in the Journal of the American Medical Association, which is shedding some new light on the condition. Researchers from the University of Washington followed 177 people with confirmed cases of COVID-19 for up to nine months. That's the longest follow-up in the United States to date. And it also included a large proportion of people who were not so sick that they had to be hospitalized. And what they found was that approximately 30% of the patients reported persistent symptoms three to nine months after being diagnosed with the virus. It's almost a third. Now, despite this news and the slow nature of the recovery, Dr. McCarthy remains optimistic. Patients are getting better. I do want to make sure that that is known. Patients are definitely getting better with the supportive care and giving it time. But a lot of it falls on the patient and having to understand and come to terms with the fact that their life needs to change for them to get better. We're going to have a lot more conversations like this one over the next several months, probably over the next several years, as we continue to learn more and more about the long-term effects of COVID-19. It is still too soon to know how long-lasting the symptoms long haulers experience are really going to be. But the hope is that research will help us better understand post-COVID syndrome and help patients improve, as well as teach us more about the underlying disease itself. If you have questions, Please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. 
Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.